Right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name's Zach, and this show we're going to be welcoming Nick back to the show. Nick was on the show majority of the last year looking at everything Melbourne related. Um, he was our form guy down there. Um, but this week, he, Nick's back, uh, moving back to Sydney, and we're going to be looking at the Gold Coast Magic Millions meeting this weekend. I was supposed to be up there, but this ever-going ever bloody shitstorm that is COVID just doesn't seem worth it, to be honest. But should be a good race day. Nick's on the form. I've had a good look at it, and it's quite a, quite a few good races there. Plenty of value as well. Obviously, Cool and Gatter is the focal point, which is $1.95, but Nick's gone against that. And... There's a couple of other ones there that are pretty good odds, and we're going to talk about that, what he's been doing. He's just come back from his decent doubt of COVID, where he was hit for six, he reckons. He was um, in all sorts for a few days with that. But uh, let's welcome in Nick. This is uh, our little Magic Millions preview. All right, Nicholas, welcome back. Happy New Year, my friend. Still got the mullet going. Nice little room you got there. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's probably time to grow up, I reckon. It's got to go. But mum, mum and dad just not wrapped with it at all. I think it's pretty awful, so... Yeah, but happy new year to you. So you're living back home, mate. That's like a that's not the bedroom, is it? Back at mum and dad's place? Nah, the single bed there. Back. Yeah, this is where all my drunk mates come and if we've had a night out, they just stumble through the front door and roll in here. So nah, not my room, just a little study. So you're back at you're a Sydney boy again, mate. Fucked off Canberra. Yeah, it's done now. My my three years in Canberra. Um, it was almost like a little apprenticeship of being an adult, I reckon. Um but yeah, nah, literally moved back, nearly forgotten about Canberra already. It feels like it's weird. I don't know. It's, it's awesome really though. Mate, you get there, you've picked up a job pretty quick, nearly finished uni, I assume. Yeah, I wouldn't say nearly finished uni, but couple finishing years. it a couple of years ago. Always, I feel like I've been saying a couple of years for about five years, so that's all right. Yeah, oh, it's, it's really back though. I was a never-ending uni student, especially when I like used to get done for plagiarism and shit. It was fucking <laughs> brutal. I remember I was the first year that they brought in, turned it in. And let's just say oh, no. I was an 80% man. Uh, it was fucking, <laughs> it was pretty fucking brutal. But, mate, uh, we were talking just before. You've just gone through COVID. How'd you go? Hey, the Rona did not miss me either. Had it for my seven or eight days or whatever. And two of them wipe out rounds. I was just like, someone was saying, oh, hey, coping with isolation. And I was like, I honestly could not do anything else right now. Like, I just need to lie in bed. And I'm like, the most hyperactive human yeah. being, you're like always constantly doing stuff. I was, I was liquid, mate. I was just no good. But you're the, the thing is, you're super fit. Like you play golf, you play footy, you do all that shit. You're fucking ADD to the nines. This is a sort of, <laughs> and you, what were you? Did you come off a bender or what did you, what was the story? Yeah. Yep. Festivals. Yep. I reckon, I reckon I had nine. So say a 10 day patch where I was, oh yeah, seven out of the 10. Would right. have been pretty good days. And then, yeah, so I went out on New Year's Eve, had a pretty big one, and New Year's Day went to a festival as well, and that was pretty big. And then wow. had the run on the second. So I was depleted of all all nutrients. Um, so it's not a surprise that I got wiped out by it. Did you know it pretty quick? Do you have to go line up in one of those big tests, or what did you do? No, I was lucky. I just did a, a rapid test. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then because we went to line up, it was a five-and-a-half-hour wait. Yeah, no thanks. And then they came out the next day and said, all you need is a rapid test. So it was sort of perfect timing for that. And because I'm not working at the moment, I didn't need it for anything. Um, 
so yeah, no, lucky in that sense. But yeah, passed the passed the test on the seventh day and carried on. So what did you do? That was you and your brother just like in isolation at home. Yeah, so our rooms are next to each other upstairs. So I have a TV in my room. So we were just sort of keeping space for the first part of the day. And then as it got sort of two o'clock, we'd turn on McKay races on the Tuesday. <laughs> um, but a bit of Ballina we've got to run as well. So, um, and yeah, yeah, movies and shit, mate. The days were just monotonous. It was the same shit every day. Yeah, the hot sweats and stuff? Hot sweats weren't too bad. It was more like your head just like felt like I was getting crushed, like coughing. I was actually sneezing heaps, like really every four or five minutes, like proper, like big sneezing. And if you have a look at my nose, when you sneeze, the ground shakes, a bit of an earthquake. In. So <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was proper cooked for and what, three days. What about food? Were you ordering heaps or mum and dad just sneaking it in through the door or what? Mate, we got treated like lepers. It was like mum would like bring food up she'd drop the food at the door, knock, and then she'd go, wait, 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 wait. Okay, you can come, come out and grab our plates. But, yeah, she was pretty good to us, to be honest. Um, any any wins on the punt? I know you had a little go on the weekend. Normally you have a bit of a, a bit of summer off. Yeah, our first week back having a punt, a sort of forced punt because I was in isolation. Couldn't Before, do yeah. I think I lost a couple of hundred during the week, betting on big bash, like every day. Like, run scorers like just betting on anything um and then on saturday uh i think i, I think i decided i'm going to just play with something really small for the day and just play it all day and up losing my money but it was just more of a more like a Killing little time yeah exactly right but we're back this week mate it's exciting so what do you make of um queensland so normally i've had you on all through last year or most of last year doing a lot of melbourne stuff and obviously you look at sydney but we're going to look at magic millions um is queensland you know, do you, do you take it a, do you get into it a bit? Like, especially around summer? Yeah, I don't mind it. I think there's a, it's usually money to be made at these carnivals too. Like I, I went up there, would have been three years ago now. Um, horses like Vincibella and stuff. That's what I remember when I think of this carnival. Cause yeah. I back, back did a couple of years in a row where it won the same race. So good horses go up there. They're running for big prize money. It's really like the Gold Coast is like such a, like a, cool place to to have big events like this i even love the build up like the polo and the stuff they do at cool. the beach i reckon the, the whole build up to the week's really cool so yeah now nah, pretty big on it but after this few weeks i do not pay much attention to queensland racing just waiting wait to get into um autumn who's your most look who you're looking forward to seeing again very elegant yeah pretty keen to see very elegant um you know, a few three-year-olds like what's animo gonna do now mm. like that Elizabeth's shaping up to be anything, isn't it? Like if they could get a Dave over here, very elegant. You have think it over in there. Like you've got a ripping, ripping seven or eight horses there that could. Lola's oh, got so many good ones, eh? Yeah, hundred percent. And then Nature Strip TJ again. Like don't get me started um, on that. It's pretty cool. So I think I think there's a lot of good horses um, that'll, especially I reckon there's a few girl horses that a few, few um, fillies and mares that are going to be really good in the winter too. Yeah. Um, so what are you, you going to be having a punt? Like, like you said, you normally have a bit of time off during summer, winter. You're similar to me. I normally try and have a bit of a spell. I don't think I've had, I've had one bet uh, this year. And I'll fucking nod my head to Caesar's Palace, uh, a friend of mine. Oh, he's come on the podcast before. Vuko and a few of the Northern Beaches guys have shares in Caesar's Palace. 
he told us it was definitely going to run because there was no jockey notified when we were doing the podcast last week. Then he messaged us during the podcast and said Josh Parr was going to be on. You know, Josh Parr is going to like hopefully just take it to the front and exactly what happened. It was a fucking good win, Caesar's Palace. So uh, good on eight them. Bucks. Uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I got about eight bucks. I think it came into about six fifty or something, but yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty good. Nearly lost, but it was um, <laughs> mate, fucking held on. So happy days. Um, stuff, stuff. Let's have a look at Gold Coast, eh? Um, yeah, let's do it. First race is obviously there's kind of kind of the some of the big wigs are up in Queensland. We got Tommy Berry, we got J Mac. Quite a few of the jocks have had COVID too, so they're coming back. Tommy did, Hugh Bowman did, Schofield did. They've all fucking had COVID the last few weeks. But um, look who's up the top. Tommy's up the top. J Mac's second favorite. Karen McAvoy is third favorite. Uh, or warmth is the fave. Tommy's aboard for the Snowdens. It's three thirty. A little bit of a drift. Devil's Throat for J Mac at six or five fifty now. Cartery at seven fifty for. John O'Shea and McAvoy. Then we got some Queensland jocks like, you know, Jim, Jim Byrne, Jackson on time at 11 bucks. We got a couple of uh, double figures there. Some of the Sydney boys up top, mate. Are you with any of them? The maiden, the maiden race to kick off the day is not the most exciting thing. Oh, in the world. They're kind of fun. They're kind of fun. Yeah, they, they are. They are. I probably, it's uh, between warmth and, um, is it karate? Yeah. Is that karate. Say? I reckon it, it's last start. Um, was really wide, didn't have a lot of luck at all. I think eight bucks is actually probably a pretty good price considering you look at a horse like Devil's Throat, it's going to be jumping from literally the car park too. Um, so, yeah, nine and 11 bit or two I'd play, but I dare say that I'll be keeping the cash in the pocket for that race. I'm going to agree. Let's move to the open <laughs> in um, race number two. This is going to be interesting because we were just talking about this and one horse that I've made a pact that I'm not going to tip ever again, which means it'll win. Is big boy Roy. So Karen's on that. That's a Waller horse. We got Wheelhouse to get in the bin. Put it in the bin, mate. Fuck, it's on. brutal, isn't it? Um, Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse, Tommy's aboard it. So Tommy's on the first two favorites. Wheelhouse had a good win at the Goldie, the, uh, whenever that was. Um, big boy Roy is not getting my cash, even though it is second favorite. It's six bucks. Karen's aboard. Love tap. It's not a bad horse, to be honest. Timmy Clark's has got going up there as well. That's 650. It's already been back a little bit. Decenifier or Decenifier, however you say that. Thompson's aboard. That had a good win um, the other week. When was that? A couple of weeks ago at Doombin on Boxing Day. That was a pretty good win. Reloaded. We know Reloaded. J-Mac's aboard there. Steph Thornton's on Saltpeter and whatever. There's rougher horses. Wheelhouse is pretty good. Love Taps and a right horse, but I'm not fucking backing Big Boy Roy. You can have him. I know he's your horse, your favourite. You're it, Nate. Don't you put words in my mouth. I hate horse. It is a non. You look up on Google definition of a non-winning racehorse. Big boy wrote big photo of him comes up. That's exactly what happens. Um, I think it's a simple one. I think wheelhouse wins. Um, Love tap coming out of the same form reference. Just led, died. Wheelhouse couldn't have been more impressive. Was brought to the outside and was super. You're not getting much of a price, but I, I do think it's pretty simple. I think Wheelhouse wins this race. I like Wheelhouse. Let's go with it. Uh, race three, Parry Sounds is the fave. 270, J-Mac aboard. Pretty good horse. Coming off a win at Ramwick, uh, Bjorn Baker. Wapiti, Queensland horse. We've seen it seen it go around plenty of times. That's at 480. Fun fact, expected to be, be on speed. Six bucks. we got Atlandos, Confrontational, and fucking Rebel Rama owes me a bit of coin. Brett Preble's aboard there. Uh, who are you with? One of those races where you're looking for a bit of a, a grinder, aren't you? You're not really you, 2400. You're looking for a horse that can run it out. Um, I think Parry Sound against the obvious one in the race and gets J Mac too. Um, its last win was really, really good. Um, in a, 
I think they fucking went ballistic out in front, I'm pretty sure, in the race that it ran in as well. So, that's why Creed Eris came home for second. That's exactly right. So I think it sets up nicely for, for Parry Sound. At least you know it'll run the 2400 too. So happy with, with Parry, but again, I won't be going too ballistic with the wallet. I'll give you a question. How much do you reckon prices influence J-Mac, especially on like a race day? Because we know the horse, J-Mac is often going to get the best horse. But the J-Mac Waller factor or the J-Mac Baker factor or whatever, how much do you reckon that influences a price? Like if that was fucking, let's find another jockey. If that was Craig Newitt aboard the horse, how much of a difference in price do you reckon it makes? Probably a 270 shot probably becomes 340, does it? I reckon 350. I reckon it's at least. I reckon he's got such a factor. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think when you... Hong Kong, for example, you've got Joe yeah. back and yeah. you have a look at their markets and they are literally half the quote because yeah. of who's riding it. But yeah. it's, I reckon it's fair though. Like the jockey can be just as important as what the horse's ability is. Like there's yeah. times J-Mac gets things over the line that a lot of other jockeys couldn't. So yeah, I think probably a 270 horse is somewhere between the four and 350 range, I'm guessing. I think um, you see I think you see it more on race day, right? When everyone's punting, they go, what's J-Mac on? And that's where the fucking coin yeah. comes for it. But yeah, I always find that a bit, bit interesting. He's um, always shorter on the tote too, J-Mac. Always shorter on the tote. Yeah, always. And when you look for like one of those like tough jockeys is like Nash, right? And you see Nash, I think, well, I don't know, what do, you, what do you want on up in Queensland last week, week four? Oh, that Chris Waller thing. He's amazing, yeah. eh? How he gets things over the line. Yeah. Fucking tough as. Um, yeah. Race four is the Phillies and Mares. Uh, 1,300 meter snap dancer. J-Max aboard. Uh, four bucks. Um, Brooksbyer. I don't mind Brooksbyer. Um, Waller horse. Obviously, Karen's aboard. 420. Kiku. Nash. Not a bad horse either. Crone has won some won some good stuff in the past. Salatine at 10 bucks. Lady of Luxury had a good win uh, last. I think it's coming out. Two wins, actually. Um Pretty good too, those two wins. Lady Luxury, um, Incredulous Dream. Fucking even, that's not even that bad either. Tommy Berry's there for Kieran Ma. Um, mate, it's a pretty good race. I don't know which it's way a, it's go. A ripper. What do you reckon? It's a ripper race. Um, I really like Crone. I'm a big yeah. fan of this horse. Um, last preparation coming through winning. I think it won a group one. It's first group one. Um, and then running in just really, really good company. I think better company than these horses. And if there's, at the moment, I think it's a soft six up there as well, so, which really, really helps too. It doesn't mind a sting out of the track. So if it sticks around that soft five, six mark, I think it'll be a lot shorter than 650, maybe more around that $455 mark. So pretty happy with Crone and love Timmy Clark up in Queensland too. I reckon he's, he, he, he goes really good up there. So Crone, Crone yep. Crone much of a back. Where does, where do you expect Crone to be? be it should be midfield. Um, I, it won't be. It shouldn't be in the first couple. I would have thought no. it'd be, been further back in the field. I won't get back to last. It'd be midfield. I've got that weird mindset where if Tim's not on a leader, then I'm not back. Yeah. There. Do you know what I mean? Like you just said that. I'm like, well, speed wise, Crone's not going to be at the front. Tim Clark's the best front running jock that I've probably fucking ever seen. He's amazing. How often do you see him win when he's not on a leader? Yeah. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, it, I'm probably completely wrong. I've just got to, I've just got to trust Timmy. It's like Linda Meach is a bit similar, I reckon. Yeah. She's yep. really good on front, front running. Um, but you know, if the horse is good enough. I'm happy yeah. enough. There's up there as well. Pretty tight track. Like traditionally, a fair bit of speed goes into these races because it's so such high stakes. It's usually high pressure. So being back in the field, certainly not the worst thing in the world. 
you remember what the group one he won was? I can't remember what it was. I'm looking at it. I know that Mizzy Chrome. beat Mizzy. It'd be that. It was um, out of the fucking blue, too, I remember. He was like 13 bucks or something. Had different colours at the time, too. Had yeah. those blue. Purple, pink, yeah, blue, blue purple. Yeah. Um, it would, oh, well. it's, I can't remember what can't this is. Can't hurt going to Golan, though. No. Can't hurt no. going to Golan. Right. Out there, so, yeah. so you're a crone man, $7. Interesting. I am a crone man. Um, any thoughts on Incredulous Dream? I know it's like up in class a little bit. Tommy's bored. Kieran Marks coming. I think it had a little run, which wasn't that bad. It's a bit fucking hidden when Snippy Fox won. I don't know. I'm seeing 17s. I'm thinking it's a bit fucking overs, but I don't mind you, Crone, but it's fucking hard. Kick is good. But yeah, that's that's the thing, though. Like, you, you're saying it's overs, but is it is Probably. it a grown standard horse like Crone? Is it a really good horse like Snapdancer? Like, Kick yeah. is a He's really good horse as well. Maybe twenties is overs, but yeah, I'm, I think crone. that's about right. Crone it is then. All right, crone wins. <laughs> okay, crone wins. Um, all right, some this is cool. This race, race uh, five, twelve hundred meter race, isotope, bloody good horse, right? Three dollars thirty. Ryan Maloney is aboard. Golan, who is the guru up there, uh, didn't win the group two that it came down for, where Wild Ruler beat it. Uh, fucking last. April was it last autumn whatever it was mm. um hasn't been around for a while away game was massive we know away game it won the magic millions what fucking two years ago when it was massive two years ago, yeah. 41 dollars it yeah. fucking won and won by like lengths um that came second the other day with a huge run behind that shorty Mara- uh, not shorty, uh, Marabi. um yep. flew right it was good a really, really good win um Fucking hell. Away game, $3.40. Isotope, they're around the same price. Baller, we know what Baller can fucking do if it shows up. Fatus is there. Roheron, perhaps his favorite horse from memory, I think. I think yeah. it had a win, didn't it? That's out. That's out. There's a story. There's a good story about Tell that. Tell me the story, Roheron. So we've got, there's six of us, um, like our group of mates, um, Pat being one of them. And we, so we were sitting in a, at, at a house one day and we were just punting all day, punting all day. Um, back and forth like we'd all put 50 bucks into a little bit of a kitty and we decided to throw whatever we had left Roheron was racing the last at Ramwick or something whatever we had left we chucked it on the place it won that day on the place yeah it was like 3.30 the place or something and then um, we were in Melbourne maybe 12 months ago did a similar thing had all the kitty like 50 bucks each I think we got to like 400 or 350 bucks um, and we didn't even know Roheron was in that day. And it was in like race seven or eight. And we decided to smash at the win. But it was about, I think it was eight or nine bucks again. And it won. So it's like a bit of a, a cult hero horse for our, our, our group. So there's probably a little bit too much emotional attachment. Every time the horse runs, our group chat's blowing up. So did you get on um, last start then? It won at 10s last start on Boxing Day. Nah, I wasn't punting. So I was having my time off the punt. But when I see the Roheron messages and the blue dots going into the uh, group chat, I get pretty flat. You know, <laughs> paid 12 bucks or whatever as well. So, oh, mate, Nash, Nash is aboard. It's 10 bucks. Totally Charmed is there. Tycoonist is a pretty good horse. I know it's obviously stepping up, but um, fucking Scalapini, Blondo, whatever, they're all there. But, mate, it's a pretty tough race. I. I love away game. I know Isotope's a freak, but then you've also got these other ones that are around the 10 buck mark, which can easily fucking upset them. Yeah, I I like away game as well. I reckon class of the field, definitely the two in the top. Isotope scratched, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Too wet. It was a heavy 10 
so probably fair enough they're trying to save it for this day but if there's a bit of sting out of the track like is that a, is that a worry again like do they not want it to be running with the sting out of the ground so interesting i like away game i thought its last run was super as well yeah um the price is about right that 350 i think if you can take if you can get four bucks anywhere i think that'd be really really good um, and running a place Right here will run a good race. It, it's really, really good fresh horse. Like when they freshen it up, I think it's first up records, like six starts for five wins. Um, and when they freshen up for four or five weeks, it usually runs really well. So it hasn't had that freshen up. But the fact that they've come to this race second up, um, second up off a, a small spell probably shows it's going really well. So I wouldn't be surprised if it does run a really good race. Yeah. It's a pretty good race this one. I like this. That's the best one awesome. so far. Um Fucking Magic Millions Cup. It's a 1,400-meter race. This Kementari, honestly, I don't even know where to start. Ooh, I'll come back to it. Five bucks, all right? Kementari is $5 favorite. Apache Chase is there for Desley at 650. 11-11, good horse, little bit of backing. Bowman's aboard. Nudge is there. Bo Ross is there. Holyfield. Uh, Oscar Zulu had a fucking good win the other week, too. Um, the Ritz. Michael Costa is a good trainer up there, too. Um, Nicholas. Kementari. Yes. Um, it's become a bit of a piss take. Like people have always loved to bag this horse, but this prep, or fucking let's call it this prep, I think beginning or October or whatever, it won at Flemington, which was fucking bizarre. Broke my heart. Did my head in a group two. And then it obviously won last week, wherever it was on New Year's Day at Doombin. Have you ever been able to catch it? Nah, this horse. The only time I've ever won on this horse was Rose Hill Guineas Day. Paid $3.40 or something, and I had it multied with something that won earlier. That's the only day I've caught it. And then I remember I backed into the Caulfield Guineas as well, where it loomed up, loomed up on the outside of Mighty Boss, and Mighty Boss out-tufted it 100 to 1. Yeah. And I just thought, I just... Never again. Nah, I hate this horse. I have a question. Bo Ross's... Bo Ross is $10. What price would Behemoth be in this race? Seriously. Fuck, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's... Yeah. Why is it $10? I can't... $9.50 by Rosser. Kementari has 61 Like, if you're telling me that Kementari is a better horse than Behemoth, and you're, say, you're saying we're going to give Behemoth three kilos, like, what fucking language are we speaking? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They jump, they chuck Nash board, fucking Kementari. It's just, a, it just won last start, right? Is that why it's fucking staying as favorite? It's opened five bucks. It's still five bucks. There's been no movement. They've just fucking gone with it. What's the saying that, what's the fucking, the rep for Godolphin? Was it Vin Cox? Is that his name? I swear it was him Vin that Cox. said a lot of bookmakers' sons have gone to the, have got the scholarship, <laughs> have, got the scholarship. Of, have got the scholarship of Kementari, have gone through private school. Just because I, made money on people losing on Kementari. I just can't fathom six dollars with sixty-one in a five dollars. Really, yeah, five dollars. Five dollars. I think I think the two to play are Bo Rossa and eleven eleven. I think they're the two. We'd probably miss the price with eleven eleven. Um it's tens into what six bucks now, six fifty. So seven bucks. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think I think eleven eleven is is a really high quality horse, really consistent as well. And Bo Ross is the the massive overs for me. I just ten dollars is ridiculous. I it's even on a drift too, mate. It opened seven fifty. It's now nine fifty. But like, why? What do they know that you don't know? It's a three start, second up for two wins in a second. Second up last prep, it's run point one in front of Behemoth or behind Behemoth and lost in a protest. Yeah. Like, 
It's just, I don't know. Who's your top three? 11-11, Bo Rossa. Let's go Bo Rossa. Let's Bo Rossa, 11-11, and Nudge would be in for third. Nudge? So you're, you're leaving the Queensland Apache chase. Yeah. It goes all right. Yeah, it goes okay. I just, Queensland yeah. four really doesn't. Oh, careful. Well in these Magic Millions <laughs> carnivals, I reckon. So, I don't know. Just go, go the three Sydney jocks. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, two-year-old classic. This is where you're going to put shit on Cool and Gatter. So Cool and Gatter, $1.95. Did open to $1.80, so it's out a little 15 cents. And people might not think that's much, but it is when it's that price. Russian Conquest is the one a lot of people have been talking about. Karen's aboard for all the Snowdens at 7 bucks. Then you're going out. we got Health, Miss Hellfire, Soaring Ambition, Mashani Spartan, which was a bizarre win. Uh, last couple. Um, Stupendo, Goldenardi, fucking list goes on. Snip Cat. That's a Gary Portelli thing. It's a good story behind that one. Um, tell me why Cool and Gatter won't win. It's yeah, it's not that Cool and Gatter won't win. It can win. I just think two dollars is unders. I didn't find it second win that impressive. I thought it should have been better than that, especially against the field. Had had the race set up perfectly. Um, Obviously, they're probably leaving it. To, they were trying to leave a little bit in the tank for it as well. This being a big one for it, like $2 million race, they're going to make sure it's grand final day. I just, yeah, happy to play around Cool and Gatto. If it wins, it wins. I think it gets out at 260, 270 game wow. day. Russian Conquest, pretty keen. Um, so Cool and Gatto, $1.95, two bucks, whatever. Let's say even money. Yeah. But you're getting a Russian Conquest, something you probably think you'd rather go around. You're getting 220 for a place. So I assume you'd rather take that the place than Cool and Gatto the win. Yeah, well, both things can still happen. That's the best thing for me. Like, yeah. you back in Con- Conquest, take your 220 to place. Cool and Gatto can still win the race, and you're still correct. So yeah. I just, yeah, I can't fathom $2. So I, there's just a lot of hype around this horse. I think that's the thing, like... Well, it's I think first it's like, win gave, gave it the hype, right? Exactly. I think, I think, yeah, you, you post three bucks about this horse, people are calling the bookmakers idiots initially, I think. I think they're going, what are they missing? But I just, I don't know, I'm happy to play around it. Russian Conquest, um, win at Randwick was super, um, one by three and a half as well in, in, a, in a little set weights and penalties race. I just, I think it sets up really nicely. Karen McAvoy's got a good record at this carnival too. Um, yeah, happy enough with the each way play. Nice conquest. Right. Um, what do you think? <laughs> am, I, am I biased? I, I backed Cool and Gatter before. It's very first win to win the slipper at like pretty big odds. So I'd love it to go out and brain them. I think it's the best horse. I know there's yes. drawn, thir- drawn 13, but there's a few emergencies. So it might come in like a little bit. Depends whatever happens there. It's already come out a little bit. I, I have to agree. I reckon it'll probably go out a little bit. Don't know if it'll fucking get 270, but if it does, I'll be backing it. Like I'm, I'm not backing it now at $2. There's no point really. I agree with Russian conquest. I reckon that's the other horse. They're the two for me. I think Russian conquest is a good horse. And the reason that it's $7 and two twenty is a bit weird. I thought maybe a bit shorter, but yeah, if cool and gutter, if like you say, if it gets a 260, 270, then yes, I'll be having a wager. I, yep. I think, you know what? I agree. Probably the last start probably wasn't, didn't put them away. Like it should. When you look at the field, you're like, fuck, it should have pumped all them. Right. But, who knows? Who knows? I think you can only win. All you can do is win. Exactly so. right. So yeah, I reckon I'll stick with Cool and Gutter. Um, and I pray to God it gets out to 270. Um, 
a decent race as well as the, the, the Guineas, the three-year-old. Jamea, Tommy's aboard. Um, this horse is pretty good. It's uh, five bucks. It got scratched the other week. Um, hasn't run. Sadek a bunch of trials. When did it win? Ran in a group one back in September. Uh, King of Sparta, pretty good horse. Six bucks. Nash is aboard. I am lethal. Pazali has been winning some fucking good run, good win, good races lately. Um, it's coming off two wins, I think, and they were pretty good ones. Starman's there, indiscreetly. Shihonka, uh, Mimi Lagarde, even far too easy. Bend the knee. They're all fucking pretty good horses. Snits on fire. I know a lot of them are stepping up in class, but what do you reckon? Five bucks a field here. Yeah, she's one of my stable horses, Jamea. So I don't want to be too emotionally invested, but I do love this horse. I think. She's a bit of a gun. Um, so, yeah, like Jamea a lot. think it's my definite on-top selection. I, something interesting, um, Nash rode Starman to win last weekend, and now he's Jay off Maxim. King of Sparta and J-Mac gets the ride on Starman. So I don't know how much you can read into that. Maybe it was so already planned. For me, just Jamea and then Starman would be maybe the one you can save on. You get 550 to field, it gives you an opportunity to have your 50 on one and your 15 on the other or however you want to play it. I don't don't think it's a race where you need to necessarily just pick one horse and be set on them. I think if you can play around and, and have your 50 on the horse that you really like and have 15, 20 on the $8 shot, I think it's the best way to play it. So Jamea and Starman for me. Starman, you don't make much of the other ones. King of Sparta is pretty good. I Am Lethal is coming up pretty good wins. Yeah, King of Sparta is a horse I followed in its first prep. Um, and it showed some really good signs and obviously really smart. Um, I just don't think – when you look around the form of Jamea, like Golden Rose ran fourth, fifth behind um, Animo and horses like in the Congo. Like, I just think she's a bit classier than, than the rest of these horses. So, yeah, Jamea. Jamea it is. All right, race nine, we go to the last. Miami Fleece, a uh, golden runner for Steph Thornton. Steph Thornton's a gun. She's one of the great jocks up there. Um, it's already been backed in into 280. We got Wisdom of Water. That was had a good win, fuck, a little while ago. I think Rachel was aboard it then as well. Doctor Why Not's there, uh, 950. Lady Bamp, F Troop, backed that before. Your boys on there, Timmy Clark. The Odyssey has a bit of speed in that horse. Chapter Inverse, one of the great Queensland horses. Boom, Nova stuttering. Pretty cool, cool race to finish the day. Um, there's been chat on this Miami Fleece for a little while. I think it won first up at Doomburn. It's had a couple of races since and hasn't done a whole lot. Uh, but it's been backed. So it's 3.30 into 2.80. Thoughts? It, it's interesting because it's a horse that went backwards last start. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was on a heavy track, albeit as well, but 2.70 seems short. I, I like Wisdom Water as a horse. Mm. Um, I just love Nisham. I think she's... Flying, does, eh? She just does like... Sets these horses for grand finals so well. Like even you look at a horse like um, why have I forgotten the name of the horse? Her her best horse. Um, really, Zaki. Really nice. What's that? Yeah, Zaki. Zaki. I should be. You Fucking should never hell. have me on this podcast ever again. <laughs> Seriously, that is so uh, bad. Yeah. Um, the way the way she set that horse, we paid it out at Tab to win the Cox Plate. I know, but then <laughs> to to have the. To have that an error, not be able to run in your grand final and yeah, still be to win the Emirates the way it yeah, won yeah, it. Yeah. That's just Annabelle Nation. I think she's just a gun. So, yeah, wisdom of water for me. I think just really good horse, pretty consistent type. Happy to watch Miami Fleece go around at 270. I couldn't, couldn't be having any money there. So, wisdom of water for me. 
Wisdom of Waters, you do you remember its win uh, last uh, a while? He got back real hard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it went out the fence and fucking flew. Was Rachel aboard? She was, yeah. And she sticks with the ride. Obviously, Rachel's up there. Coming off a fresh dose of COVID. Hey, seven bucks. It's good, eh? Take the sevens. Yeah. There's a bit of value around for this meeting. You probably only need to find two yeah. or three winners to have a really good day. So it's good. All right. Well, that's nine of the best. Um, do we have anything that would most likely take your bet? The most likely one to have a have a lash at? I reckon Bo Ross are each way. Uh, I really do think Bo Ross is the best each way way better of the car. I think, I think you found something there, eh? Yeah, I really do. I'm, uh, it'll run sixth. So, um, well, if we, like, we if we if we knock out Kementari, Kementari, yep. look, it might place. Fuck me, Good. I'll be I'll be shocked if it wins. <laughs> I'm with you on 11-11, but mate, I'm with you on Bo Rossa. I don't think, I think 950 is a bit weird. Maybe I know that open 750, maybe that's probably close to the right, maybe six, but yeah. hey, 950 and you're getting above $3 for a place. Like, I just think like, what price was it in the CF4 or whatever it ran in? Like three, four, five, six bucks. Like, yeah. This is not a CF4. Like this is, this is now in, this is a group three in Sydney. So yeah, Bo Rossa. Really like it. All right. Um, I'm gonna have a little bit on away game. I just like it. Yep. I think it'll I think it'll beat Isotope. But then I'm also a bit fucking scared of half the field there. I know ball is good. <laughs> I know don't for two. Raheron, obviously we know that it can just fly right, but I don't know. But there's there's a lot of Queensland horses as well at odds throughout the whole meeting that could just fucking upset you. So there'll be one. There'll be one that wins at 30s. It always yeah. happens. We need to just we need day. to yeah, it might be a good quality day as well, actually, especially if Cool and Gatta gets beat. And you can play wide. Like, there's how many races in the quaddy legs? You got six dollars, and you got Cool and Gatta who can't win, so you got seven fifty. <laughs> then you got five fifty, and then you got six fifty because Miami Fleece can't win. So you got yeah. seven dollar averages for the for all the races. So you can go pretty wide in your quaddies. I think I think it's a good day to make some cash. Have you had a look anywhere else? I haven't really. No. Nah, I've. Wouldn't lie to you. No. Are you a Mel- you, Even Flemington comes back. You know, when you look at in the middle of summer, you're like, Flemington's running. What the fuck? What's going on? Just, you look, you look I, all at race. Like, spare me. Yeah. I'm having a quick. No, 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 no. Um, sweet, mate. All right. Well, fingers crossed. I'll try and get some tips out for Saturday. You send them to me. We'll get them out Saturday morning. Um, Make a little multi. Need to land one of them. Were you involved with like? How good was Pap's fucking quaddy the other week? Yeah, unreal I know you got you got a you got a small percentage. The quaddy paid forty thousand. Yeah, it doesn't matter what percentage you've got. So, Unbelievable. Yeah, it's awesome. He from was 50, pretty rapid from fifty bucks straight to the. Uh, I think he was thinking about going straight to the slots as well, but I don't he think had. he had. Well, he hates so, the slots, eh? Yeah, oh, like I need to impress. <laughs> I like how well, I do enjoy some of his posts. I think he was in the slots and he's like taking pictures with chicks and stuff in the pokies and stuff. So that was fucking hilarious. And he's like posting those like machines behind him and like all these chicks that he's meeting in the pokies. Mate. Good place to it meet just, birds. Yeah. Mate. Good place to meet birds. It sums him up pretty well, those photos. It sums him up. <laughs> all right, mate. Well, uh, thank you for joining me again. Um, no worries. Mate, let's, let's, we'll do it again.